How do successful multi-level marketers become successful? Did they bug friends and family, make a list of a thousand people to call, spam inboxes on social media, or try to recruit every single person they came in contact with? Well, they might have started that way, but that is absolutely not how they made it to the top. So how exactly do they do it then? What do they know that others don't? See, that's the million dollar question. On this podcast, I will reveal the untold strategies that they use to achieve massive amounts of success without losing their time freedom and ruining relationships. I'm Tanziobi, and welcome to Untold MLM Strategies. There's a story Steve told about when he was a new network marketer. He said there was a time he went to one of the network marketing conventions and different people spoke, you know, just the way these conventions usually are. But there was this one special person who was very successful in the business and he was the main speaker of the day. People were really looking forward to hearing his speech and learning about how he achieved the amount of success that he did. Now when he got on stage, he picked up the mic and with such a serious face as if he was about to give up some big secret. He said, you really want to know how I achieved the amount of success that I did? I spoke to every single person I met and then I offered them my opportunity. Seriously? That's your big secret? That's a very dumb marketing strategy. The odds of building a million dollar business that way are close to none. And it's just not duplicatable. Whether you, you agree with that or not, there are people who struggle with public speaking or approaching strangers. Some of them straight up just have an impaired speech, so there is no way they can duplicate that method. And frankly, I don't think that the results are worth the time and effort. It's not that it's impossible to make a lot of money using this method because it's been done before, of course. I'm just saying there's nothing passive about the income generated through this method. Now, does it mean that poor public speakers can't succeed as multi-level marketers? Absolutely not. In fact, there's a much better way to do it. There's a much better way to achieve success. And I only found this method because I was one of those people. I was extremely uncomfortable with public speaking. I still suck at it. I'm just much better than I used to be. Traditional prospecting or recruiting just doesn't work as it used to. You join a network marketing company with thousands of reps who are selling the exact products with the exact sales pitch as you are. The company gives you the product, an invitation pitch, and then tells you to go invite your friends. Look, you're not building a million dollar business that way. Think about it. Why should people buy from you and not the other 100,000 people? Why should they join your team and not the other guy's team? What makes you different from everyone else in the company? Well, there are two major factors that distinguish you from everyone else. The first is your approach to your prospects and the relationship you build with them. Secondly, the offer you present to them. Today, I'll be talking about your approach and relationship building. See, MLM is a relationship building and storytelling business. You must connect with your market. And an effective way to do this is by telling them stories about your personal experiences, those of people who have worked with you, or just stories that have resonated with you in general. Now, one size does not fit all, so your story must be crafted to fit your specific audience. A good start will be the story behind your why, your origin story, the reason you got started in your business. And it's got to be more than just a story about you wanting more money. There must be a deeper reason. Why do you want more money? Is it because you want to take better care of your family? Give them the life they deserve? Change the course of your life? What is that reason? That audience most likely comprises of people who are similar to you or 
who you used to be before you capitalized on the opportunity your company offered you. So the chances are they can relate to you. You must know who they are. So how do you find your target audience? You now, personally, when I'm trying to find my target audience, I get out a piece of paper and literally build out the avatar of my dream customer. Now, on day two or three, I'll build out a complete avatar with you, but for today, I'll just tell you a few questions I answer in order to build out this avatar and find these people. First, I ask myself what I'm trying to do. Am I trying to sell my products or recruit new distributors? Let's go with recruit new distributors for today. After deciding that, I then ask what the desired action of the audience is. Are they looking to start a new business or are they looking for, to buy a solution to a problem that I know my, my products can solve? Since I'm trying to grow my team, I want people who are looking to start a new business or a side hustle, people looking to make more money, replace their current sources of income, or just people of that nature. After that, the next question is, what's the demographic of these people? Am I looking for people in a particular part of the world? Are they male or female or both genders? What's their occupation, relationship status, education level? I most likely don't want to focus on a bunch of 18, 19 year olds or 20 year olds without money or credit cards or debit cards. Now I'm not ruling them out completely. I'm just saying this demographic of people are much less likely to be my audience. Then what's the best way to get in contact with them? What social media platforms do they dominantly use? And there are many more questions to answer, but these are just a few. After building out my avatar, I then craft my story and sales pitch to fit them. My goal on day one is not to sell, but to understand the need I'm trying to feel and who's in need. Yes, speed is important. You want to start making sales and seeing results, start making a profit. But if you go out trying to recruit just anyone, one of two things will usually happen. You'll end up passing the wrong message by selling people on some get-rich-quick lottery ticket, by giving them the impression that they're gonna come in and start making money instantly with little to no work required, which is a very common misconception about network marketing. Or you'll simply make no sales because you'll be talking to all the wrong people. And this will happen because you don't have a clear understanding of what you're trying to achieve. So you won't be able to articulate yourself enough to pick their interest. Now notice I said pick their interest and not get them to fully understand the business. You're new to the business. You're not gonna be an expert on what your MLM sells on your first day or your first week, maybe not even your first month. That'll take time. In fact, that's not such a bad thing. Some people go learn all the facts and figures about what they're trying to sell and get so excited that they just can't wait to get in front of their prospects to tell them everything. They end up getting in front of the prospect and they start spewing out all this information. Now by doing that, they overwhelm the prospect with information and talk themselves out of the sale. You just spent the last couple of days, maybe even weeks or months, learning all those details and you expect a prospect to understand all the details after just a short presentation? It's impossible. You'll confuse them and a confused mind always says no. Your goal is to pique their interest and not to school them. What building out your avatar and identifying your target market or your dream customer does for you is, it saves you time and energy. It helps you pre-qualify your leads so that you don't waste your time talking to everybody and talking to all the wrong people. I see a lot of new network marketers get in the business and they're so hyped, they're so full of energy. They wanna go talk to everyone and share their opportunity because, well, that's what they've been told to do. So they go talk to everything that breathes. Have you ever heard an MLMer say, 
it's a numbers game? Well, it might be a numbers game, but you better be doing the right numbers. When you're talking to 30 people just to get two or three sales, it is very discouraging and doing that is a very easy way to get yourself burned out. You think all that hustling and keeping yourself busy all day is how to be successful? No. Don't mistake being busy with being productive. There's a big difference between the two. And you know, this is what causes people to quit network marketing and start telling others that it's a scam and only the people at the top make money. It's always those who don't succeed who trash talk the opportunity. And when I hear this, I just laugh. Of course only those at the top make money. It's the top for a reason. Where in the world have you seen people at the bottom making good money? If there was money to be made at the bottom, people would stay there. Prospecting pushes and marketing pools. Prospecting pushes and marketing pools. Let me explain that to you. If you approach a stranger at some random place, this person has never met you, doesn't even know your name and has no idea what it is that you do and you try to sell your products or services to them or try to sell them on your opportunity to help them make more money you're more likely to push them away than you are to make the sale in fact approaching people like this is often rude i was listening to one of my mentors steve larson and he explained this scenario using the efficient example he said imagine going fishing and to catch the fish you just stick your hand in the water and try to grab them with your hands. You're going to be lucky to catch any fish. You'll spend all that time and effort just to catch one fish if you're lucky. See, marketing is not luck. It is strategy. It is a series of well-planned out actions. You don't just wing it. Now, instead of dipping your hand in the water, what if you get bait, stick it to the end of a hook on a string, and then cast the hook into the water? Will you then catch fish? Of course you will. And you'll catch them much quicker and with a lot less effort than you would have using your hand. Using the right bait is also important. Different types of fish are attracted to different types of bait. I'm no expert fisherman, but you're not going to catch a shark using worms. The same applies to marketing. When you want to sell your products or services to people or recruit people to join your business, you don't just start talking to any random person. Based on the needs of your target market, you create bait that attracts them to you. What are their problems? What are their needs? This is not about you or what you want, it's about what they want. You've got to have solutions to those problems and you can find out by simply asking them. Now that doesn't mean you go and start DMing them on social media. You've got Google for that. There are sites like BuzzZumo where you can find, out, find articles on different industries and different niches and figure out what your audience truly needs. For example, let's say you're in the weight loss industry. Your bait or lead magnet, as marketers call it, could be a brief PDF or ebook containing simple tips on what people can do to lose weight. You give them the ebook in exchange for their contact information. Now, at this point, you might consider them as leads, but not all of them are. Some of them just want the book but will never buy from you. But that's, by the way, a topic for another day. Let's move on. In the ebook, you can also add details on your weight loss products and how they can get them. If you give out free samples, include a link for them so they can get those samples. And at the end of the book, show them how to get in contact with you. And then give them a reason to actually contact you by offering them something, anything of value to them. Maybe a free 10-minute consultation session with you. You can have them book appointments through Calendly or any other platform. If they choose to book an appointment with you, 
you know for sure that they are leads and are open to being sold to. You have a much more higher chance of making the sale using this method than you would have if you just walked up to them at random and try to pitch them on your opportunity or your product. So, on my first day of scaling my natural marketing business from zero to six figures per year in just 90 days, the first thing I did was figure out who my target audience or my dream customers are and what they need. I then created curiosity in them by creating baits known as a lead magnet that is related to a need they have and are trying to fill or a problem they're trying to solve. And then I offered, the, offered it to them in exchange for their contact information. And by doing so, they let me into their world. At this point, we're no longer complete strangers and I don't have to cold call them anymore. They're now more like lukewarm leads and are a little bit more open to me pitching to them. On the next episode, I'll be going into more detail on how to build your, build your avatar and find your dream customer. Thanks for joining me today and I'll see you next time.